Ashley Watkins is a mother, coach, and CEO of The Marketing Pros, a marketing consultancy that specializes in helping women entrepreneurs get more clients from Instagram. She became passionate about sales and marketing after running a successful personal training business for over a decade in Los Angeles, California. After many wins and losses, she learned to overcome cash flow challenges and grow her first business beyond six figures. Now she teaches women her client generating strategies in a method called the Marketing Pro Method. You can find her on Instagram, dropping gems and helping entrepreneurs enroll new clients. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Blondie Spotlight. Today, I have the phenomenal, the talented Miss Ashley. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you. Yes, thank you for joining me. So for those who don't know you, just explain what it is that you do and well, who you are and what it is that you do. Okay. Hi guys. Like she said, my name is Ashley on Instagram. I'm Miss Marketing Pro and I specialize in helping women get clients using Instagram, using organic content, no ads, nothing like that. And really just help you improve your sales skills really essentially so that you can actually learn how to hit your sales revenue goals in your business. So I'm a marketing consultant in short, but we definitely focus on Instagram. Hence the marketing pro that makes sense. Yes. yes. <laughs> so what made you choose this, this industry or this, this career? What made you go down this path? Yeah. Um, I think I didn't choose it. I feel like I was resisting it because to say like you specialize in Instagram is kind of like at the time when I was realizing like, Hey, I'm kind of good at this. I was also like going through a struggle of like, is somebody going to pay me to help them with Instagram? You know what I'm saying? So um, I had a personal training business first and I did really well and all my clients came from Instagram and I started to pay attention to like the trends and like what people liked. And I was always just like maneuvering through like what is working and what's not working on Instagram and asking people like, where'd you find me? They'd be like, I followed this hashtag or I saw you on such and such page. You went live with such and such. So that made me after a while, even when I closed that business, I tried to just be like, okay, I'm just going to be a marketing coach. Cause people would be like, oh, you know, can, do you do Twitter? Can you help me with my LinkedIn? And I was like, okay, but then I never made no money off of those platforms. So it's hard for me to consult you on something that I don't know for sure is going to work, but I know this is helping me pay my bills, like me promoting on Instagram. So that made me just be like, you know what, just accept it. Like you're good at that, hone in on your skills, become an expert at that. And the people that want help with Instagram will come to you. And people that want help with Twitter or Facebook ads or something, they'll go to those people and that's okay. But it took me a, it took me a minute. It took me a while. I, I love that. And I, that's super important because some people, like you said, are resistant to it. But it's like, if you're naturally good at it, if you know what you're doing, why not try to make a business out of it? Especially if people are coming to you for that. People were literally coming to you like, hey, help me with this, help me with that. You just had to add the price tag to it. So that's great. Mm -hmm. And so since you had the personal training business and now you're the marketing consultant, you've been an entrepreneur for a while. So let's yeah. dive into that. What would you say would be some of the benefits of being an entrepreneur? Um, the flexibility of my time. Like now it's all about time for me. Like if I feel like I have to even 
you know, be on somebody else's schedule. I'm like, eh, I think twice <laughs> because now I can do what I want on my own time. And I have children. I'm a mom. I have two sons and now they're 14 and 16. But when I started my personal training business, they were little. And I started that business in 2011. Mm-hmm. So they were, what was that? So 12 years ago, you know, they were small and I wanted to be able to go to take them to school and maybe hang out a little bit, not just be rushing them out the car because I'm rushing to work and I'm in traffic, but I really want to be with my children. And, you know, that wasn't the main reason that I started the business. Mm -hmm. I started the business because I was passionate. I I was into fitness and stuff, but then the extra perk was like, hey, I can go on a field trip now. I can volunteer at the school. I can just take a walk and take care of myself in the middle of the day. You know, I always talk about this because People look at the money, but it's like, it's more the freedom of, okay, I don't have to take this client if I don't want to, or I can take this client. I want to work with this person. It's not somebody over my head saying, hey, you need to do this for 10 hours straight. This how much we're going to pay you. This is what free time you get. You get seven days off for the year. I'm not with that. I will never, ever, ever go back to a job. I don't care how much you pay me because just the fact that I don't have the freedom is enough for me to be like, mm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna rather, I'm gonna go out here and try to make my own money. And then I can take a vacation when I want to. I yes. can, if something goes wrong in my day, I can spend time with my kids or fixing problems in my own life and work on my, my work at night if I want to. Um, but it's definitely the time, the time for real. And I love that. And I agree with that as well. Cause just like you said, being able to wake up and be on your own schedule, like even with this interview, like you could have picked anytime during the day or whatever and then you you would be available you make it around your schedule versus like oh I got to get off work or whatever you decide when your day ends so and and when it starts so I love that but we both know that it is two sides to everything so what would you say would be a negative of being an entrepreneur um the sales what I help people with like getting customers I and that's why I do it because that's the hardest part of the business is being able to bring in a customer, but people don't say that. They won't be like, yo, I don't have no money or I'm struggling or my business is not making any money. And that was my struggle the whole time. How do I get clients? How do I get a new client? When this client don't want to work with me anymore, where's my next client coming from? You know, you could shoot content all day, but then if nobody's coming in the door, you really don't have a business. Right. And me struggling with that for the longest and wasting a lot of time and money, like, just doing things that were not fruitful to my business, but just doing it to try to get a customer. I mean, business cards, events, pop-up shops. After a while, I was just like, I don't know if, and I think that was God being like, since you're struggling with this, but you're also trying to figure it out, as you get these solutions, reach back, teach another person how to do it. Because I look even on Instagram and I see people doing stuff wrong. You know, and I remember when I was doing that stuff, I'm like, yeah, I was doing the same thing. I was doing the same thing. And it's hard because you're experimenting in a sense Right. Um, when it comes with your marketing, you don't know who you're going to attract. You don't really have the skills, you know, you're an entrepreneur and whatever you sell in, that's your specialty. You don't specialize in sales, right? right. You don't specialize mm-hmm. in branding, you don't specialize in marketing, but that's going to get the customers in. So I would be like, I would market kind of okay and then I'd get a customer then I'd focus on them you know because now I got some money and then I kind of wouldn't pay attention to my marketing anymore and then that person would drop and then I'd be like oh shoot I gotta go focus on marketing again and I gotta try to figure out how do I get that last customer how can I replicate that again and get another customer 
So that's been the, I mean, even now, if, if I hit a certain revenue, how do I double that revenue? You know, those are the, the money is the main challenge in the business. The mm-hmm. other stuff, you know, once you get clients and customers coming in, um, you just fall into your expertise and serve them and then it's cake. But keeping people coming through the door, because people talk about scaling, scaling had, means you got so many customers that you need to go to the next level. Most businesses don't even make it to that point. So I feel like that's the biggest challenge for me and for everybody. I love you bringing up scaling too, because that's such a popular word these days. Oh, you need to scale your business. You need to scale. Some people just need to, like you said, get the people in the door. (laughs) So that way you can have the revenue to scale. You can't even go to the next level. You're not ready to go to the next level yet, but you're, it's good to have those goals, but Mm -hmm. you need to be structurally sound. Or like you said, have a revolving, well, I don't want to say revolving door. That doesn't sound right, but (laughs) have a consistent income. Yeah. I mean, revolving door is good. I'd rather have a revolving door and people be on a wait list. You see, than, I like that. Yeah. Than to not have people coming in because it's too hard to build up that momentum again. Mm-hmm. So if you pause and be like, no, I, I don't need people this month. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm good. I got, I'm fully booked, you know? Mm-hmm. And even what you're saying about scaling, you know, scaling just means that I was doing this one-to-one and now there's so many customers that I need to find a way to make this grow so I need to do a group or I need to hire another coach or consultant because it's too many people for this to grow at the structure that it's at so if you don't have 20 customers what are you scaling who are you scaling you know (laughs) you're still you still that entrepreneur that's serving those people as a solopreneur Mm -hmm. you know and when people talk about scaling they're getting ahead of themselves because they haven't hit the problem which is too many customers that makes you have to scale I got too many customers. Now what's my next step? You don't have no customers. It's nothing to scale. You just got to keep working that that thing until you get it to where it's at. And then you have the problem that, oh, shoot, I need to scale. Mm-hmm. I love that breakdown. Yes, that, <laughs> that was very, that, I've never heard it broken down like that, but that, that makes perfect sense. Yes, I, I love that. Okay, so let's get into more about Miss Ashley a little bit. What is something that people wouldn't guess about you, like a little known fact? Mm, I know a good one. Um, I'm introverted. Like, I'm super introverted. Like, I'm always on social media and stuff, but I am really, like, someone that likes to be alone. I like my quiet time. I don't necessarily like to talk a lot, you know, but I show up for my community, you know? So people think, like, oh, you know, it's easy for you to show up because you're like this people person or something. It's not, you know, <laughs> not, I don't want to go live just like the next person necessarily. Um, but a lot of times, like if I'm working with a client one-on-one and they have a problem, um, I have that like something inside of me that's like somebody else might have that problem. I better go live about that. Or dang, I helped this person through that. Let me share it with other people because I'm just in a habit of creating content. But in real life, um, I don't have a huge circle of friends. I'm not always at every function. I'm not very like, I'm, if I go around people, you know, I need to be at home to like refuel my battery for like a day or two after <laughs> I'm like interacting with people just because I feel like I give a lot and then I'm, I'm depleted, you know? So I have a lot of times where, I don't know, social media notices it where I have a couple of days where you don't, you won't see me. You know, I'll be reposting old content or something. I still have a presence, but no, I'm in here not talking to nobody. My house is super quiet. Like I said, my kids are older, so 
they um they kind of do their own thing and I just be in here by myself. <laughs> I think that's a common misconception for I'm not gonna say all content creators because some are very extroverted, but I've I've heard that quite a bit and I'm I'm similar. Like I will go out, but like you said, I need to go home and recharge. My friends will be like, you coming out again? I was just with y'all yesterday. I can't see y'all till next week. Okay. <laughs> I'm full. I can't. I can't right now. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. So what needs to happen for Ashley to have a good day? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, one, in the beginning of the day, I need to like have time with God. Like, I feel like I need to pray. I need to just wake up and just take a deep breath and just be grateful for waking up just have that moment because I I have will have the habit of grabbing my phone or responding checking an email or you know something so I try my best every day to just have that moment um journaling like people talk about journaling a lot but I have hundreds of journals and notebooks that I just need to get my thoughts out so that I don't overthink things or worry too much um exercise and movement definitely like as cliche as that sounds like that's why I live in LA because I can get up and walk my dog and walk and get some sort I can walk to a park you know Mm -hmm. at time during the year and still be active and my space needs to be clean like really needs to be clean like not OCD level but like I it's very hard for me to sit in a mess or disorganization without like my thoughts being clear first. Even if I'm going to sit down to work, I need to see my day planned out. I need, I just need organization and like clutter freeness in my life or I'm feel all over the place. Um, so it, it's probably a long list of things. <laughs> like, even that's like, okay. You know, even like how I, I eat and stuff. It's like, that's why I said to you what I said about the free time because I have literally structured my day to be, um, to feed into my vitality, right? Like if my food is not, if I don't know what I'm gonna eat for the day, you know, if I'm tired, if I didn't get to journal, I didn't get to take that walk, I'm probably gonna cancel the day because <laughs> I'm not gonna feel good. If we skip over those things, um, even I talk to women about looking good, you know, um, I put that in my schedule, like however many minutes or hour that I need to like not necessarily be beat face completely every day, but like a minimal, just looking good so I can feel good and working from home. I know I, you can get comfortable and be in pajamas and just kind of just whatever it's, but I do my best not to do that. I try to just still act as if I was going to work, you know, because I am still going to work and I need my lunch. I need my walk. I need my break. I need to rest, you know, all that, all that stuff. So, um, I make sure I have a huge whiteboard in my kitchen. Um, I have planners. Like I said, I make sure that I I do set my day up so that I can go as good as possible most days because stuff's going to happen, you know, anyways. But um, yeah, just those things in alignment. And even I had to just tell myself recently, like, even if you don't meditate in the morning or pray in the morning, still do it at some point. You know, whenever you recognize it, stop and take a moment take take a deep breath be grateful just if it's if I don't get to do any of that stuff I know I'm feeling off for real that's good and I I love that because earlier you were talking about time freedom and some people can take oh well I'm an entrepreneur I'm free I can do whatever I want but even still as entrepreneurs you still need structure or else you won't get anything done because it's like oh well I can do this 
in two hours and two hours. Oh, I can do this in eight <laughs> hours. And next thing you know, the whole week has gone by and you just procrastinated because you have so much free time. But now your customer or your client is looking at you like, where my stuff at? <laughs> so that's good that people understand there is a balance with that free time. You still need structure and organization so that way you can continue to have that free time. And then I feel like, and I'm, I feel like you would say this as well, being organized in your personal life. Well, you did say that. Help you being organized in your personal life helps you be organized in your business life. It's going to trickle over because you're going to be disciplined over here and over there. That's true. And you need boundaries. Yes. You know, boundaries and discipline. Like a lot of people don't be getting why I'm on do not disturb or no, I can't talk to you right now, mom. Like, because people outside people will only respect what you prioritize. Mm -hmm. So if your business is like secondary to you and you feel like you got free time, you could just talk on the phone. You could just go run target with your friend or something real quick. You can't leave it on other people to respect your time as an entrepreneur. You got to do that first, set those boundaries, and then you can set your day up the way that it needs to go. But, but I see most people like uh, people pleasing. And moving their day around, it could be their husband, their children, it, you know, even their family. But it's like, I get that you want to prior prioritize your family, but you can't take care of them if you don't have that structure and you don't time block off your day to work on your business and work on yourself. It's never, it's never going to happen. It's going to be hard. That's very true. I love that. Okay. So finish this sentence. When I'm not working, I like to blank. Oh, when I'm not working, I like to spend time with my man I ain't gonna lie because okay. it's, like, it's one of those things where like um I was such an entrepreneur for so long and such a like a go-getter and like a boss chick that I feel like I didn't have balance in other parts of my life you know like my love life or you know before I would always say the kids you know because it's like you're a mom so it's always the kids the kids the kids but now I want to be loved on I want to be catered to I want to be spoiled I want somebody to make me smile. I want somebody to pour into me. I want quality time with, and friends too. You know, I just want to feel love. I don't want, everything isn't about money all the time. Everything isn't about hustling and grinding and making money. I even have to make sure if I'm not working, I'm not even talking about it. You know, I'm like, mm, it's time for me to kind of turn that side of me off and actually just eat some popcorn and watch a movie and not think about it and just say, not say screw it, but just literally shut down mm -hmm. that side of my brain to actually be able to laugh and just have like love and joy in my life. Like that is, I feel like what helps me have happiness. And then when I do work, I'm working in that same spirit. You get me? It's not like I'm so hard up all the time and serious and overly ambitious all the time. It's just like, you got to turn that down sometimes. Yes, I let I've, I've been talking to my friends about that too, where it's like, I just want, we, we call it, I want to be soft, pretty, and pink. Because <laughs> I'm the hard friend. Like, no, I got to get this done. And we doing this and power moves and all that. And they're just like, okay, girl, boy, I'm about to go hang out with my man. And I'm like, well, I got work to do. Yeah. So I'm going to manifest me a man for this year too, so I can be soft, pretty, and pink. <laughs> Even when I was single, I was doing the same thing, right? You know, like I was taking myself on dates. I was being taken on dates. I was, you know, going out by myself. I was still doing the same thing, just doing mm -hmm. it with another person, you know, because that love element of your life, you have to still create that space for that. You know, I was very guilty of, oh, I don't have a man. So now I just grind, 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 just chase goals. But you, you don't realize that even a man is not going to fit into that anyways, you know, and then you're going to have to try to undo those patterns. So 
I still, even single, would go date, go do stuff, go out by myself, you know, because that's how you meet guys, really, mm-hmm. out by yourself. We're usually like work and our girlfriends, right. you know, and if you out with your girlfriends, you're not going to get approached. But I started taking myself out and going out and dating and just doing stuff like I was not because here's my thing. Like, I don't want to have this expectation of this man to treat me a certain way. And when I don't even know what I like, I don't even know what restaurants I like. I don't even know how to pour into myself. But then I am gonna have this high standard of him to spoil me and take me to these fancy places and stuff like, well, let me just do that now and create that space. And then it's just a norm, you know, once I am relationship we're just doing those things together and still having fun but I'm gonna have fun without you and turn off work without a man and not wait until a man is present for me to create that time and space you know I like that 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 is very true to make space for it now so I I will say with that I I have been prioritizing treating myself well so maybe Mm -hmm. that means he's coming (laughs) so because I'm like in that space where you said like I'm learning like let me treat myself how I want to be treated so like you said, that that really struck a chord with me to be like, okay, I am doing that. So that way, like you said, I don't, I'm not expecting him to do something that I don't even do for myself. Mm-hmm. And back to what you said earlier about the boundaries. So if I don't even know what boundaries, what I will and won't tolerate from myself, how can I expect that from somebody else? That's a fire. I hope somebody just wrote that down. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. It's a majorly good point. Mm-hmm. So let's get back into business right quick, okay? So if you had to start over, whether this is starting a new business or starting where you are with with the business that you have now, if you were starting over, what Mm -hmm. is the first thing that you would do? Whether that's, what just what is the first thing that you would do? I don't even want to give you an example. I want you to tell me. Um, I would just pitch more to people. Just go out and try to get those no's. You know what I'm saying? I talk about this a lot in my content. We spend so we spend months like getting ready, creating content. I wouldn't do any of that. I wouldn't even build a website. I would just pitch my offer to somebody, like go up to people, DM people literally and be like, hey, I help people get clients on Instagram. Do you need help with that? And as many times as people say no, I would just learn from the experience, listen to them, get feedback and then build and develop. And then imagine you build a website after you do that. You know, imagine how good the website is going to be. Imagine how good the copy is going to be. Imagine how good your marketing is going to be because you didn't talk to people. Mm-hmm. You, people aren't pitching to anybody. They're creating this offer. They're creating curriculums. They're creating coaching programs, grouping programs. They haven't talked to one person. <laughs> they haven't talked to one person. Then if they launch it, they don't even know if anybody wants it or needs it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I would just come up with an offer and pitch it, pitch it, pitch it first. That does make sense because I've seen that quite a bit in from different coaching programs that I'm in and they're just like you said you're just doing stuff and they have the disposable income so they're able to I'm gonna say it's disposable maybe it's not for them but they're willing to invest we won't say disposable they're willing to invest but like you said you haven't tested any of this so you think it's a good idea somebody else was like yeah that's a good idea that 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 actually happened to me while I'm over here talking about I've seen it before (laughs) happened to me too that's why I'm talking about it Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. And other people were like, yes, it is. And then when I launched it, it was like crickets. Nobody was, I thought y'all said this was a, and I was talking to people who actually could purchase it. But in there, I guess it just sounded good. I don't know. I should, I should go back and ask them why you didn't support my first business. (laughs) Right. You should have sold it to them. See, that's the thing. Sometimes we are like, you know, people do like beta testing, right? 
Mm-hmm. You know, when you're looking, you're looking for um, someone to validate the idea. If I sell it to you, you're going to say yes or no. You're going to say, and if you say, no, I don't want it. I'm going to say, hey, do you want to buy this? You say, hey, no, I don't want to buy it. And I'm going to go into why don't you want to buy this? Well, I don't really need that right now. What I need is this. Then I can formulate a better offer because I, I offered you, I asked you for your money for it. I didn't mm-hmm. ask you what's a good idea because people are just going to tell you whatever. But when it comes to their pocketbooks, hey, we'll buy it. Are you interested in buying it? Like, can I offer it to you? And then if they say no, then you get to get clarification on why they don't want it, you know? That is a good point. So I they need to write that down too. <laughs> right, sell it, go sell it or try to sell it. Yes, <laughs> do your best to get that sale. Okay, so we're going to play a quick game. We're going to do, would you rather this or that, whichever one you want to call it. Let me see. Okay, I think this will be a good one for you. Oh, nope, didn't mean to click on that. Would you rather have no Wi-Fi or no music? Ooh, no music. No music. We need the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather eat tacos or eat pizza? Ooh, pizza. I'm from Buffalo, New York. Okay, because I was thinking with you being in LA, like, ooh, taco trucks and all that pizza all day okay (laughs) would you rather stay in bed or be up all night who's stay in bed would you rather bungee jump or skydive skydive i bungee jumped before how was that scary (laughs) (laughs) scary but i guess i always wondered like is it gonna be scarier what's the difference so I would, I would definitely skydive. Okay. All right. Would you rather fly on a plane or drive? Oh, I hate to drive, fly on a plane. I don't like driving. <laughs> is it, is it because of the LA traffic or just period? It's because of LA. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. I think I already know the answer to this, but just for anybody wondering, would you rather go out or stay in? Definitely stay in. <laughs> I like to dance. That's how you can get me out. I like to dance. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Would you rather read a book or watch TV? Book. Definitely. All right. You mentioned this earlier, but would you rather have a cat or a dog? I don't like cats. So definitely (laughs) dog. I have a little Shih Tzu, Bella. Mm -hmm. I have a Shih Tzu Chihuahua mix. Okay. My little Luna, who is over there, but that's fine. She's being quiet, so I'm gonna leave her alone because she's leaving me alone. <laughs> okay, just back to business. Um, what would you say is your goal for your business? And that can be your goal for this year. That can be the next five years. However, you want to do that. What's your goal with your business? My goal for I'll just say this year is to double my revenue every quarter. So, you know, it's sort of like the numbers game. Like once you start getting those sales, it's like, okay, how do I double those sales? You know, or how do I reduce the amount of no's that I'm getting, right? Objections and things like that. So just improving on certain things, you know, I've planned to actually need to scale, you know, myself by the end of the year. So for me, it's like hitting those revenue numbers. I mean, I'm on the clock. Cause even now, if I say I must double my revenue every quarter, we at the end of January. You know, so um, that's just for me to give myself more incentive mm-hmm. because you could you could easily float through the whole year with the same revenue every month. 
you know, or even lower revenue. Like it could go down some months and up. And that's what I've had happen in previous years, like a good year, a bad year, a good year, okay year. Now I want to continuously have better and better and better quarters, not even years. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. Okay. And for anyone that is looking to work with you, how can they work with you? What is it that you want to offer them? Um, How can they get in touch with you? All of that information. Okay. The best way to talk to me is through Instagram DM. As you see, that's how we talked. Um, I I talk to you, I send videos, voice notes. Um, I love the DMs. Um, the other thing is the best way to work with me is one-on-one. So I don't have any group offers or classes or anything. I just have, you work with me one-on-one, either you get a VIP day and we work together all day. And I train you on what I call the marketing pros method. And that teaches you content strategy, marketing strategy, sales, how to pitch, how to DM, how to overcome objections, um, your email marketing, everything that's going to be connected to your Instagram So I can teach you that in a day or I can work with you monthly, which is my one-on-one option where we work together for 90 days to get a money back guarantee and we hit your profit goals so that eventually you don't need me, you know? So um, those are two options, VIP day or monthly. I also do an hour strategy call, but that's more for someone that is like, they're on it, but they just need that strategy. Like, okay, am I doing this right? Here's my bottleneck. I'm hitting my numbers, but I'm not hitting them all the way. An hour with me will do it for some people. So if you need like a quick fix, I do our offer hourly consultations. And I always give like the recording, the transcript, give you worksheets, give you stuff so that when you walk away, you have SOPs for your social media. You have a step-by-step guide. Um, My goal really is for if you have a virtual assistant or a social media person that you can just go hire, you can give them this strategy, this recording, or they can even come and be trained too. So you don't, you won't need me. You'll have your team or whoever's working with you or even you yourself, and you'll be able to go out and execute it on your own. Like for me, this is all about execution because I'm tired of hearing people say, oh, I paid for this and it didn't work. Or I, I bought this course and it didn't work. So that's why it's one-on-one and it's training for you to be able to go out and do this. And I always follow up with people. Hey, I'm checking in. You work with me, I'm turning on your post notifications because we need to see that you following the strategy. How many people did you reach out to today? Um, Because sometimes you need that accountability at first because it's a little scary, you know, to be pitching your offers daily, especially if you haven't been. And if you haven't been like really having those sales conversations we were talking about, um, you may need that guidance. So that's how I work with people is just teach them the method train them, hold them accountable, follow up with them, give them the tools. And it's like, okay, go get your money, you know, (laughs) money. (laughs) I love that. And that is your, your methods. I've, I've been following you for a while now, your methods. I, what you teach on just Instagram alone is dope. I've learned so much from you. And then just that personal touch that you give with the DMs, because I get there are different automations and different things like that that you can do, but just getting those voice, I'll say for my own personal experience, even though we were doing this in a collaborative, you know, conversation and things, still getting those voice notes. I was like, I feel special. Okay. She took the time to talk to me. Like, that's part of it my could have been an automated. I, I have, I have many chats. I, I use it, but 
giving that special touch that was like I feel special so I I I know that's something that I want to take moving forward you know make it my own and everything like that but that I see how it made me feel so moving forward I could see how it can make someone else feel so even in that moment where you weren't trying to teach me something you taught me something yeah I want people to take that that is a unique thing that I do and um I understand that that's not scalable right because like you said it can't be automated and I've even had this conversation with people where um, I'm sending 60 DMs a day. And even my boyfriend was like, well, can't you uh, send the same one? I said, no, <laughs> I, I know that this is time consuming, it's, but that's why, you know, maybe you scale other things in your business, right? Automate your emails, automate something else. But like you said, that personal touch of sending somebody a video or a voice note and using their name and like looking through their profile a little bit to learn about them before you hop in their DMs it goes a long way. So I teach that too, like prospecting and getting to know your, and cause people say community, but they don't really mean community. They mean they just want you following them. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, if you're taking that time to uh, foster those relationships with each person, and it's not like you're pitching to them necessarily, you're just building a closer relationship with the people that you claim to care about, you know, actually it's actually taking that action step to really care about them. I have no intentions of selling you my offer. Right. But if you we could collaborate or, you know, maybe you maybe down the line, you can help me in some sort of way. So um, DMs is definitely where it's at for sure. I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I really enjoyed talking to you. I know this will not be the last either. Yes, and you all, if you are interested in working with Ashley, which I know you are, you want to go ahead and follow her. She is on Instagram at Miss Marketing Pro. It's going to be down here below. It's going to be in the description. So you don't even have to look for it. You can just click the link, go ahead and follow her. Like I said, her free content is amazing. So just imagine what working with her is going to look like, okay? Thank you all so much for joining me. Until next time, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Blondie Spotlight. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you give this video a thumbs up, drop a comment, and subscribe. You can also stream this show on several podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Overcast.